hello, who, who wants to lose $8,000 and not having anything in my account? Yeah, it was hard. Okay. And what I did is that the way that I listened to him in that moment in my life was through action. He put a lot of things in my way so I could take action. And that happens with a lot of us. We want God to give us the perfect situation and he's giving you everything you need to do it and you still don't see it and you still don't take action and you have what you need to start. And you're like, okay, let me wait for the perfect moment. Hello, beautiful people. It's your host, Danielle Mason, bringing you authentic conversation, transparency around real life experiences, and actionable tips to create your next breakthrough today. Think of this as your home away from home healing oasis where we overshare and overcome obstacles together. Pull up a seat, come as you are, and be ready to leave feeling challenged to reflect, encouraged to take action, and inspired to change. This is the Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. I'm here with a really good friend of mine, Ali Gonzalez, and she is somebody that I met during my journey in network marketing, and she was just such a light. The way that we met was so funny. She like picked <laughs> out my face. We were a part of this this mastermind. She picked out my face. She was like, no, this girl has to be a money. Like, this girl has to be in this business that I'm in. And she messaged me, and I mean, we just really hit it off. And and she's somebody that truly inspires me. She has her own online business. We've shared our journey when it comes to our faith journey. And she just has this passion for helping women embrace their struggles, which is something that I really wanted to bring to you guys and bring her expertise here. So Ali, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here. Um, I remember that the first time that you launched this podcast, I'm like, whoa, this this is her platform. Yes, this, this is where she can do her magic. I love it so much. And you have your own too. So I love that. What's the name of yes. your podcast? Or you can share it with the audience too. Yeah, it's called the Bud Light Podcast. It's a bilingual podcast. And I basically talk about my journey as an entrepreneur, but I also share my student's journey. So it's very mm. inspiring. Yes. I love that. We're going to dive into so much here. Yeah. So first, I would love for you to um, just introduce yourself. I feel like you have such a really powerful story of your background, just so the audience can get to know you a little bit better. Okay, so I'm going to go back like Three years ago, I was entering my doctoral degree and I was very lost. I knew since I was little, I knew that I wanted to be a doctor, but I didn't know why I wanted to be a doctor. So when I started this journey, I came to the United States. Um, I am from Puerto Rico. So it was a big transition, like everything, the lifestyle, the people, the language, everything. So it was very, I was very uncomfortable, but at the same time, I knew I had to be uncomfortable to grow. Like I already have established myself that I needed to be in some place where I, I was a nobody so I can start building my own. So it was it was hard at first. Luckily, I came with some friends and my boyfriend. So it was a, a more smooth journey. But at the same time, I, I wasn't sure why God brought me here. Like, I wasn't sure why God brought me to the United States. Like, I knew I was going to do my doctoral, but I don't know if you have ever felt that, that you're in the place that you're supposed to be, but you don't feel that you're supposed to be at that place at the same time. Yeah. So it was like that. 
And I started studying and a business came to my to to my attention. And I wanted I wanted to try it, but it wasn't something that I was going to take seriously until I until I, I really started it. And I knew I was super passionate about helping people, but I didn't know how to help people. So when network marketing came to my life, I was literally a newbie in business. I didn't do anything about business, anything about relationships, selling, nothing. My my parents were um, business owners their whole life, but I was so scared to be a business owner. I was like, okay, that is not my path. Okay, I need to go the other path. <laughs> so I was like, I, okay, I can give this a shot. I can, I can start it. I have nothing to lose. So, okay, let's dig in. And I started doing it. I started emerging myself into social media, doing all this content, all this posts. And girl, I fell in love. Like I literally fell in love with the creation and all the things that you can do as an entrepreneur. Not only selling the product, not only getting into like the community and all that stuff, because that is great. That was awesome. But it was like the chance that I had to prove myself that I could be in an even higher position or that I could be even stronger or that I could challenge myself to be even better. And I, I feel that that is what entrepreneurship can do to you. It, it literally can challenge you to be someone better, like a better version of yourself. So that journey was almost three years and it was awesome. It was great. I had a very good ups and so many lows, but it, ta it taught me so much to the point that I told myself, okay, so if you already have done this, you can start your own business. And that's what, what happened when this year started. I decided to do my own business. I was super passionate to help women embrace their struggles, as you were saying. So I started this online course, Creation Academy. And here I basically teach women how can they teach other people their passions and their struggles and how they can get results in a quicker and faster way and in a simpler way too. So it was very cool, but I had a lot of things that were in my way when I started this. And I was telling Danny that most of the time when you start something, it's not it's not ever going to be easy. Like we know that. We know that it's not going to be easy, but sometimes it's very, very hard. And I feel that that's the point where people start quitting on themselves. Like mm -hmm. they're like, okay, so this is hard. So this is God telling me that it's, the, it's not the, the right thing for me. And I'm like, so I was, I was that person. I was that person I, and I was almost going to quit on my business. And on February of this year, I had a very, very struggle because I was working besides doing my business. I was doing a part-time job as a social media manager. And one of the companies, they basically robbed me almost $8,000 and I was scammed in oh a job that I was doing with them. And at that point, I, I told myself, you have two, two options or you get yourself together and you start your business and you really do this with intention or you just quit and go back to school, like quit, quit on yourself and go back to school. And I was, it was really tough. Yeah, it was, it was really tough because I'm alone here in the United States, basically. So <laughs> I was basically going like, to get kid of my, of my apartment and I didn't have any money, but I knew I had the resources. I knew I had a computer. I knew I had the knowledge. I knew I had the platforms. I knew I could do something out of nothing. So that's how my serious entrepreneurship journey started. Dude. 
like your story. That is so insane. And there's so much that I want to talk about and unpack with a couple of things that you said. The first one being how you already knew how you desired to be a nobody in, in a room. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is a huge, huge, huge fear that people have because we tend to move towards areas where we feel like we're the smartest one, where we, where we feel like people are looking up to us, where we feel comfortable in in certain environments versus putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions so that way we can grow. And so how like explain a little bit about why you desired or how did you know that in your life to be that you wanted? So I think it was because of my my story. Like I, I was an athlete before coming to the United States in college and I was always on the spot. So I knew what was what was being on the spot. I knew the great things you can get from that. I know the uncomfortable things you can get from that. But I also knew that if I wanted to start something on my own, that I needed to be in a place where I wasn't the smartest one in the room, where I was a nobody, basically. So at first, and, and you know, I, I think you can identify with this, you know that at first you think you want that, but when you're in that position, you're like, oh no, this is hard. So hard. <laughs> so, it's so hard. So I had to deal, I had to deal with it. I was like, so I need to I need to be resourceful. What I started doing is that I started learning from other people and I was open to that because I had to let my ego aside. I knew that I, I knew better things than the people that were in my room, but I wanted to, I, I didn't want it to be that person. I wanted to be I wanted to let my ego aside and be as humble as I could so I can learn as much as I wanted to in that in that moment. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why you are where you are right now. Another thing that I want to unpack from your story is that moment, because I feel like we always have a moment and like decisions, like every single decision that we make or have made up to this point is a reflection of where we are right now. And so that point in your life of making the decision, okay, well, I just got scammed out of $8,000. Like I have two decisions. I can go back to school and just give up on the stuff that I've been trying to build. It's been hard. I mean, is it even worth it like I've failed Mm -hmm. or I've had these you know setbacks is it even worth it so talk me through because I'm sure there's listeners people listening they've tried multiple different things and they may right now feel like they are a failure or they feel like they can't do something because of what didn't work in the past so talk to me about that decision process what you were feeling in that moment and like I know you've probably questioned like is it worth it or just take me through your thought process in that moment of making that decision so in that moment since I knew I haven't I haven't done anything wrong like with my job and anything I knew I, I was being scammed um the first person that I talked to was to God because I remember that I, I wasn't close to God in that moment in that point of my life like nine months ago, my relationship with God was <laughs> negative, <laughs> not even zero, negative. And it was because I wasn't I wasn't being part of the relationship. Like he was always on my life, but I wasn't in his life. Like I wasn't being part of the relationship. I wasn't nurturing the relationship. And I asked him like, why? Like, why now? Why now that I'm being so good at my job? Why now that I found my clients, my perfect client that I was working with? Like, why? <laughs> and I remember that... In that moment, the only thing I could do was trust him. Like, trusting him was so hard for me before. But at that point, I was like, okay, Alejandra, you don't have anything else to lose. Like, what else can you lose? 
And I also understood that I was giving too much power to the money. I was giving too much power to my salary. I was giving too much power to the amount of money I could make in my business instead of giving the power to the to the to the king like to Jesus. And it was very powerful at the same time because I knew that I I should have done that before. Like in my conscious mind, I was raised um be in a Christian in a Christian family, so I knew what I had to do, but I didn't want to do it. I wanted to do things on my own. I wanted to work on my own. I wanted to do my business on my own. And a lot of people that that do that, like I did, it's hard. It's hard being on your own. It's hard doing things your way. <laughs> it's very hard. And at that point, it was like a it was like a turning point. I knew that if I didn't change my mindset about how how God was going to reflect in my life, I was going to lose it all. And that's what happened. I literally lost it all. I remember talking with my boyfriend and I told him like, it's okay. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to crash by this. I'm not going to feel ashamed of this. I'm going to embrace it. And that's what I did. I started sharing my story. And I didn't knew that there were so many people out there that had been scammed before in their jobs. So I was like, oh my God. And at that point, I also knew that I had to be my own boss. I had to start doing my business seriously. I had to put in the work because if I didn't do it, who was going to do it for me? Like, Nobody else was going to do it for me. And that situation taught me that, that you cannot put all your eggs in one basket, but at the same time, you cannot put all your energy in something that is not yours, in something that is not going to to be yours at the end. So it was it was a very hard decision, but I felt that that was a point where where I had to trust on God. I had to trust on God's plan. And it taught me a lot. And in that that same season of my life, that same month, I I was not surrounded by the right people. And you you don't even imagine how fast God like started getting those people out of my life. Like that scam happened and it was like, oh, I don't have friends anymore. And I'm like, okay, okay. So this works like this. I was so scared because I was like, okay, I know I can do things on my own, but I didn't want it to be alone. Like there are things that you know you can do with them on your own, but you don't like being alone because like being surrounded by people like gives you a little bit more trust and power. So yeah, it, that was the toughest part, like being alone in that situation. The the other tough part was getting rid of my mentality about money, like getting rid about of the power I was giving to money. Like money is a resource. It's literally a resource that God gives you in this earth so you can be joyful, not for you to be scared, not for you to have a lack mentality. It's all the way around. So when I started like not thinking so much about the money that I was making or not thinking so much about how to get more money, and I, and I started thinking about the out of service that I could do to other people, in this case, to women, I was amazed about the results because in not even three months into my business. And those three months, I was doing like an average income. And after that scam, Danny, I started doing like triple of the same amount that I was doing in my first three months, just because I, I changed my, my mind about money and I converted it into service. Like now it's not that I help that I help people to gain money. I help people because I want to serve them as Jesus did to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a very um, rough situation, but now I, I see it all the way around. 
And not even that, uh, it was almost six months after that scammed, uh, last month, basically, I, I like save up all the money and I went and pay it to the bank. So it was like, okay, Alejandra, this is your time. Like if God gave you this money, this money is not for you. You need to give it back. Like it was something that shouldn't have happened. And I opened that door. So now just go and pay it. And I was so relieved. I was like, oh my God, I, <laughs> I have all this weight on my shoulders. And now it's like, no, it's all gone. Like you're yeah. happy now. <laughs> yeah, I know that story is, gosh, like there's so much. So it's so crazy, you know, how we can look back. I know going through certain struggles, it's like so much is going on and you feel so mm -hmm. many different emotions. And it's true. Like sometimes God will allow us to go through and hit our low moments because he knows it's better for us in the end. Mm -hmm. Like you're so like vulnerable with sharing that because I know it's hard to sometimes share like, yeah, my relationship with God wasn't great at the time and I put money before him. I've done that mm -hmm. so much in my life too. And it's so easy to get into that habit. One of my prayers when like, I, I recognize that it was one of my biggest struggles was to let go of control. Like that was one of my biggest ones and to <laughs> like... Girl, it is so hard. Like I'm like, like I I know I can do all do all the things. Like I can do it. Let me do it. Um. So that was one huge thing that I had to learn to let go. And then the second one was to place my desires of my heart not on things of this world, but mm -hmm. on things of the eternal world. Exactly. And it's such a hard thing too. So those have been my two biggest like prayer requests. And so I love that you share that that was something that. God took you through to teach you and to mold you and to bring you back and to say, Allie, like, here I am. <laughs> I am king. Like, I, I can give you more than what you can give yourself. Exactly. And yeah. I think that's, that's so big. And it also sounds like you chose to continue with this because I can tell you're so passionate about it. Like, you felt this, this passion and desire to continue this journey and to really help women. And so I would love for you to, because I'm sure some people that are listening and I talk to different women all the time and sometimes they don't know what they're passionate about and they don't really know like what they love to do. Do you have any advice for those yes. women to find totally. like, their passion? Okay, yay. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think that society always teaches us that we need to find our passions in the things that we love. And I have learned that you can also find your passions in the things that you struggle. Why? Because if God already took you from one place to another and you know how to overcome that, you can teach another person how to do it too, right? And that's something that happened in my life. Like when I learned about the money, when I started having a, a healthy relationship with money, I knew that that was something I was passionate about, but I knew that that was also my struggle. Like months ago, that was my struggle. So you need to put yourself and think about what have I struggled in my life and what I have overcome. The thing that you have overcome can become your passion and can become your purpose in this life. Because if you have had the resources, if you have had the energy, if you have put in the time to overcome that situation and you have won, like you have been joyful with it. I know God wants you in that position. I know God wants you helping other other people that are that are right now passing through that so you can help them get even uh, even faster because that's the thing right now education we have so many things that are so accessible everything is on the internet like <laughs> 
everything. So if you think about it, anyone can, if they have a struggle, anyone can go to the internet and just Google it. Something as simple as that, right? But people don't do that. People need to struggle. People need to pass through situations that are rough, that are tough, so they can learn from it, right? But you can be that instrument to other people in, in their journey so they don't have to struggle that much. So they, don't, so they can pass through this situation even faster and even in a simpler, simpler way, right? So for me, passion is it's not something that you're going to do for life. I think also passion has a uh, big misunderstanding when it comes because we think that we need to be passionate about one thing our whole life. When that is not going to be absolutely true because we have different faces, we have different journeys, we have different situations that we're going to keep on founding different passions. So that's the thing. Be open to it. Be open to finding the passions that really fill up your heart and fill up your soul. And there's there's a point that you're going to think, okay, I'm good at this and be confident about it. Like I have to work so much on my confidence in this past month because you know that sometimes God gives you big things and you're like, oh, am I worth it that? Am I I really capable of that? Like, God, why? Like, it's like, did you pick the right person? Exactly. Do you? Uh um, I think you make a mistake. (laughs) Right. So no, if he put it in that situation, it's because he can, and it's because he's going to give you everything you need to do it. So right now, if you're a single mom, if you are a solopreneur, if you're someone that is really struggling right now because life didn't 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 taught you this, like <laughs> we don't go to school to become single moms, or we don't go to school to become entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. not that's not the reality, right? So if you're passing through things that are super uncomfortable for you, think about what you can get out of it. Think about what you can learn from this. And if you have that mentality, I absolutely assure you that you're going to find your passions. I love that so much. I love that so much. You're totally inspiring me (laughs) Um, just listening to you because that's such a big thing. And I thank you for that perspective for the listeners because I'm sure they have, they're in that like, I have to find my purpose, what I'm passionate about, what do I like and and things like that. And I think we can get so distracted by all the noise too Mm, about like, all the noise of, oh, because I, I know the, the, the sole reason of why I chose to study architecture in school was because of my influences around me. You know, mm-hmm. I initially wanted to like go for fashion design, but I was told, I know, right? I was wow. told <laughs> it's too competitive. Pick something safer. And then people always told me that I was good at math. And so that was like, okay, well, I guess this would be the path for me. And so I encourage, you know, you listeners, like whoever's listening, I encourage you to really ask yourself, okay, what are you still holding on to that Mm -hmm. you believe holds true to your identity and to what you like and to your interests? Is it something that has been something that you've discovered or something that has been told to you your you know most of your life Mm -hmm. to mold you because I mean that's something that we have to really unlearn and relearn so yeah I love that you put it put passion that way I would I would love to add something up and there Danny because um I also think that since we have so many noise around us like with social media and our family and our society we also think that we're not capable of doing things because we're not the most expert at it 
Like mm-hmm. and you don't have to be the most expert at it to teach another person how to do something or to be passionate about something or to show up on social media as the person that you want to show up for or to study a career that you really know that you're not the most intelligent one, but you can actually do it. Like you you believe in yourself. So that's the thing. Like don't don't let the noise and as Danny was telling you, don't let the noise distract you what, of what you're capable of. And don't think because you're not the most expert, you cannot become one. Because you can actually the people that are experts right now is because they have passed all the journey and all the situations to become that. Not because they were born that way. No, no way. So yeah, don't don't think about yourself less just because you're not in the position of power. You can get into that position. And God is going to lead you there too. To the people that you can help. Exactly. Um, because like me and you, we could be doing the same exact thing, but we're going to work mm-hmm. with different women, you mm-hmm. know, or different groups of people. And I wanted to add to there's two different ways we learn things. We either learn things through our personal experiences or through the experiences of other people. And so it's so something that I've learned through this online course space of getting into this is how you really can monetize your experiences. Yeah. Like, And that is such a beautiful thing to even think about it in this way of, I can take what I've personally gone through and I can teach it to help somebody else overcome and get through that, like you've been saying, make it simpler, quicker, and all those things. So I know you work with a lot of different women. I'm curious to hear what is the biggest like mindset block that you see them going through that you have to coach them through? Like what has been the biggest thing? Well, for my students is the lack of belief. Like the lack of belief that they can really impact someone with a course or they can really impact someone with their social media. And they have everything in their hands to do it. But the lack of belief is something that gives you into into a stop. Like it doesn't let you move forward. So if it's like the imposter syndrome that many people have when they start something. And you need to know that when you start something, you're not going to be the expert in that position. But you become, as I was telling you, right? But at the same time, if you put yourself in the position to win, you're going to win. And that's the thing that I, that I teach my students. Like, you need to put yourself in the position to win. Even if you have everything in the other way around, like you don't have any resources or whatever. No, you need to put yourself in the position to win, in the mentality to win. And that gives confidence to people. Because a lot of people, like, they're millionaires. A lot of people that are famous, they had to let that imposter syndrome all on the side and start believing in themselves. Because if not, they're not going to make anything happen, right? So yeah, I feel that the thing that most women struggle right now in my industry is the lack of belief in themselves. And that is something that you can really see although in any in, in an industry. But what I can say is that when I started having a better relationship with God, I knew that if he put me in that position, it's because I was capable of doing it. Not not knowing the how. And that's the thing. Don't 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 concentrate yourself too much on knowing the how. Because the how is going to come. Like know your why. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to be in that position? Why do you want to start that business? And after that, just keep going on and the how is going to come. For instance, Danny, I, I have never I never thought that she was going to have so much like so much glory on this podcast. But you guys have listened to her all this journey since she started this podcast. And you see her excitement and you see her why. 
You see why she does this. You see why she invests so much time on this, but you don't see the how. You don't see how she does it. You don't see how she prepares herself. You don't see anything of that. So don't concentrate on the how too much. Just concentrate on your why. And the why is going to give you all the research that you need to keep moving on. So big, and that's so true. Uh, <laughs> because I actually read this quote by one of my mentors and it was about belief something John C. Maxwell was saying but everything stems from belief like if you have a lack of belief in yourself you won't set the right expectations for yourself and then you won't take the right actions and so I mean I'm not surprised at the fact that you said belief is one of the biggest challenges for the women that you work with because it's so apparent I mean in my personal experience too like that has been a thing like if I'm catch myself comparing myself with other people, you know, through social media, because it's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. I have to check. It comes from, okay, where's, where's my belief in, in what I'm doing? Exactly. And go ahead. (laughs) No, know that like people think that belief is something that is super like overrated. You can say everyone talks about belief. Everyone says that belief is the hardest thing, but is that we overthink too much our beliefs. We put ourselves in such we an ana- everything. Yeah, we put ourselves in such an analytical perspective that it's like, I gotta tell you, my God is not analytical. Like my God is not going to explain you the black and white and white and black. Like no, he is going to have a purpose with it. He's going to have a why for it. So don't don't distract yourself so much with the analytical and just start taking action and taking action is hard it's not going to be easy because it's super unknown when you start taking action in something new it's totally unknown for your body but when you put your body in situations that are unknown the first thing that your body is going to do is at or flight right it's going to react mm-hmm. because it's not something that he's that he has known so you need to teach your body okay Put yourself every day in something uncomfortable and you're going to see how your beliefs are going to shift. Like it's going to go completely up because it's not going to be about, okay, let me see if I believe in this and let me put all my concentration and my beliefs in this. No, no, the beliefs come from actions. Let's say if you are an athlete and you have been a good athlete all your all your life, right? You're going to go to college and you're going to kill it. Why? Because you believe that you're a good athlete. But if all your life your parents or your society have, have told you, no, you're not good at math or you're not good at this or you're not good at that, you're going to go to those, those um, places and you're not going to feel confident. You're not going to feel that you believe in it. So that's the thing. Don't think about belief as a mysterious kind of boo-boo, woohoo, whatever. Mm-hmm. Think about an action. What can I do to believe more in myself? Can I be my own word? Can I be my words? Like if I tell something to someone, am I doing that thing? Or if I tell something to myself, am I, am I going to do that? Am mm-hmm. I actually going to be that person? And that's how you're going to grow belief in your, yourself. You're going to believe in yourself when you actually put in the work. Yeah, I love that too. Because a lot of times we can wait to feel ready or wait to feel like, okay, now I feel good enough to take this action. But 
you will never get to that point of taking action (laughs) if you wait until you feel good to take the action. Like you got to put yourself out there. And I love that you said train your body because it's so true. I think whenever you were saying that, I think to there's this one time where I walked into my home and all of my furniture was like down on the floor. Like it looked like somebody raided the house. It was so scary. And when I tell you, this is how I learned I was a flight person because wow. I took off. My sister was right there behind me, but I just took off. Like I couldn't say anything. And it's just crazy how our bodies will react. It's just, that's just something that I that really taught me. And then another example with the gym, getting back into the gym. Yesterday, I was like, I do not want to go to the gym. Jamar made me go. But I was like, I do not want to go. But once I got there, I had a killer leg workout. And it just, it just goes to show and it reminds me that our minds can talk us out of things that will benefit us in the long run and that will help strengthen ourselves and that will really talk us out of our goals, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and it's, and it's, it's, our mind is so powerful. So I love how you help women overcome those mental barriers because once you can overcome those mental barriers, I mean, you're golden. You'll get used to putting yourself into position to take action. Yes. I love the way that you just bring up God and how he's like, really your foundation and your backbone to everything that you do. I would love for you to share how, because I know you went from your relationship with God was rocky and how was that? What what actions did you take to better your relationship with the Lord? I, I needed to acknowledge that it was a relationship and not a religion because I was taught all my life about religion. I can talk to you about religion. I could be the expert in religion, right? because I was raised there, but I needed to see God as a relationship, as a father and daughter relationship. And in relationships, in any kind of relationship, you need to give and you need to receive. Like you're going to give and you're going to receive. But I was so accustomed to receiving from God and not giving to him that it was not a relationship. (laughs) It was just he being my, my, my father and that's it. So I started, the first thing that I remember that I started doing was dedicating time to him, dedicating time to prayer, dedicating time to reading the Bible, dedicating time to going to church, like dedicate your time because that's the most precious thing you have in this earth. Why? Because it's the only thing that you don't get back, right? So dedicate him time, like um, take time alone from him and take time also to listen to him. Because sometimes we we pray and the only thing we do is like asking for things like, Lord, please give me this, give me that. I need this in my life. I, I want this. I And what I started doing, I was listening, trying to meditate a little bit more, trying to be a silence and trying to be more aware, more aware of what God wanted in my life. Like what kind of people God wanted me to be surrounded? What kind of business he, is he wanted me to do? What kind of service is he wanted me to be part of? So yeah, dedicate him time. And after that, try to be as obedient as you can. And when I come to obediency, it's not about religion. It's not about being this girl with this long skirt and all that stuff. No, it's not that that's something wrong, but it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Like what feels good to your soul? If you have a relationship with God, when you do bad things, you're going to feel that. Like you're going to know, you're going to know you're doing bad things and that you're doing the wrong thing. But when you when you're doing the right thing and when you're serving him and where you're loving him and the things that he has made for you, 
you feel it too and you know you're in the right place so trust trust that you can call it intuition or whatever but trust what god is doing in your in your life right now and just go with it and that's what i had to let let out control because you know that we love having the control and that's something right. that we need sometimes you can be proud of that but sometimes just let it go because so many opportunities are not going to get to your life because you're being in control of everything like no just let go at first it was tough but now i feel such at ease that i know that if god wants something in my life he's going to put it in my life like yes. he's going to give me all the things that i know that i need to to get it done i also have to put in the work and i think that's something that comes to with this conversation is that don't think that because god has all the power in the world you don't need to put in the work like you need to put in the work and most of the times the word that you, the work that you need to put in is very uncomfortable because God is going to get you out of the place that you're in into a better one. And to get and to go to a better place, you need to get uncomfortable. You need to know that that is something that is not going to be known for you and for your body. So be aware of that. Yeah, I love this so much. And I love how you said spending time with God and just speaking to him and listening to him. That's something that I actually had to learn to do because it'd be like, okay, I'm scheduling God in from 9am to 10am. And then like, that's, that's my time. And mm -hmm. I'll just, and I didn't take the time to really like listen to hear him respond. Mm -hmm. And one of my mentors, he, he really said it really well. He said, are you, because I hear a lot of people, they say, oh, I just don't really hear from God. Like, I don't know what he wants me to do. I don't really hear from him. And my first question is, are you in his word? Because mm -hmm. that's really you, that's, that's how He's already given you so much wisdom and exactly. the what to do's mm -hmm. in his word, in his written word. And then two, are you just, are you listening to him? Are you speaking to just speak to him? Or are you speaking and waiting for a response and exactly. expecting that he will answer what you have brought to him? And I think sometimes too, this is something that's really helped me just to not really like humanize God because he is totally you can't, but to really view him as the perfect father. So whenever you said, you know, whenever you're doing something bad, you know, you're doing something bad. Like saying, when you know you're doing something, your parents told you not to do, you feel that, like you feel that anxiety. And you're like, okay, my yes. God, like, you know, <laughs> so the same thing goes for God. So whenever, if you're, if you're struggling with trying, if you're struggling with trusting God and to knowing his character, think about the perfect father and that is who god is i wanted to to add a little bit to that too that sometimes you, you're not going to hear god as clear as you want to and that's something that happened to me with a scam i remember that i was very mad at him i was super sad with it because hello who, who wants to lose eight thousand dollars and not having anything in my account right. and yeah it was hard okay. and what i did is that the way that I listened to him in that moment in my life was through, through action. He put a lot of things in my way so I could take action. And that happens with a lot of us. Like we want God to give us the perfect situation and he's giving you everything you need to do it and you still don't see it and you still don't take action and you have what you need to start. And you're like, okay, let me wait for the perfect moment. Let me wait for the perfect situation or let me wait for the perfect person in my life. Like, 
even what you see the dating world right now we want this perfect person we want this awesome human being whatever and whatever but are you ready for it have you worked for it have you put in the, the the time and the things that you need to be prepared for that other person and even being in a relationship like in a marriage or in another relationship you want to keep having that awesome relationship but you don't put in the work and it's like how 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 can you expect god to give you things that you're not even going to be conscious of he's going to give you a lot of things but if you're not conscious like how are you going to receive them so i i also learned how to be a little bit more conscious in my decisions like you 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 were telling in the beginning of this podcast that our decisions in this present moment are going to determine our future right and if that is that is so that is so true like it's absolutely true But that is only going to fit your way and it's going to be for your advantage if you're taking the right decisions now and if you're being conscious about the decisions that you're taking right now in your life. So just be be more aware. Live life more aware. Don't live life just to wake up, go to school or go to your work and just keep moving forward every single day. Like, no, be more aware. Like, life has a lot of things to give you if you're more aware of where you are right now. I love that so much. And I think we can all use that reminder, right? Because I think we can, it's so easy to get just caught up in the day to day. And Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who is desiring for your life to be different, but you're not changing anything in your life to, to make difference happen in your life, you can look up five years from now and it'd be the same things. And so I love that you said to be more aware because it's so easy to just not be, it's so easy to tune out of our own life. I love how empowering it could be to be surrounded by the right kind of people. And that's something that we can add up to. See where you invest most of your time. If you're investing most of your time on your phone or social media or in person or whatever, see who are you surrounded by. That's something, Danny, that changed my perspective about business, about life, about everything. Because it's not that I I know that my time is an investment. So if my time is an investment, it's like when you're investing money, you're not going to invest your money in the the wrong pot. You're going to invest it in, in the best one. So do that with the people that you surround yourself. Like even for me, having this cyber friends or seeing you every day on social media is it's something that I want to because it inspires me, it helps me grow, it helps me move forward. So the same thing we can do with anyone that we follow right now, mostly on social media, since it's so powerful for our brain or and our actions. It's like our new TV. Mm-hmm. Like I can get caught consuming hours and hours of content and mm-hmm. you get to choose what you want to consume. Exactly. And I think that's so, I think one of the biggest things is who you're hanging out with and who you're spending your time with and who you're allowing to influence you. Even if your friends influence you, every single person that you spend time with and that you invest energy in are influencing you in some way, even mm-hmm. if you don't, if you aren't aware of it. And so if I can look back in a different parts of my life, a lot of my actions and my thoughts and my beliefs came from my environment, who I was hanging out with. And so I love that you brought that up. I think that's probably every single time, that's like one of my biggest pieces of advice is to really look at your environment and to see what you can change and what's a good influence and what's a not so good influence because it makes a huge impact. And I remember you were talking about how God doesn't always speak to you clearly like you want or give what you're imagining or what you're wanting the same way you've imagined it 
right? Yes. His mind is so much greater than ours and his plan is so much greater. One thing that I realize is, and that's made me feel more at peace and comfortable and being able to trust him is to know if I don't have something that I want right now, I'm not ready for it. Oof, oof, and it's yes. such a... <laughs> It's a hard pill to swallow sometimes, but it's like you said, letting go of control was hard for you, which is probably hard for a lot of people because as human beings, we want to be in control, control. but letting go of control has also given me so, so, so much peace because it's like, you know what, God, it is in your hands. I'm letting you take (laughs) care of it. And that has really given me so much peace and has really helped me trust in him more. And to also raise my belief levels too is whenever I'm feeling any negative emotion, a habit that I've cultivated is to go directly to his word because there you find so much peace and so much wisdom. With anything in your life, there's so much wisdom in that living word that it can speak to anything that you're going through. Yeah, totally. And it's it's very amazing because timing is something very important. If you think about timing, it's like, how a pandemic occurred two years ago and now we're getting into the normal normal world. A pandemic, it was something tough for many people, but it was also a very redirectioning way of God telling you, you need to wake up. You cannot keep leaving just to work or just to, I don't know, do anything else. Like you need to wake up and, and start doing what I told you to do, right? What your purpose is supposed to be. And this, I feel that this is the perfect moment. Right now is the perfect moment for people to start embracing their purpose, to start embracing their passions, to work what they want to work. Because if people are paying you to do that, why aren't you doing it? Why are you not doing what you were meant to do? Why are you not being happy with your work? I feel that, yeah, this is hard, it's tough. The financial situation is always going to be hard when you see it from that perspective. But when you see it from the perspective that you have a world of opportunities out there that you can literally with your phone make money. Like think about that. Our parents, our parents didn't have that opportunity. Our grandparents didn't have the opportunity and you have it right now in your hands. And sometimes it's like because of the lack of belief, because of the lack of faith, because of the lack of everything, you think, oh, no, I'm not capable. No, try it. And if you fail, you failed. Don't worry about failing. Like you're always going to fail in life in something. (laughs) Exactly. Because if not, you're not going to learn. So take this opportunity right now because we don't know what is going to happen 10 years from now. And it's better for us to be prepared right now and take as many opportunities as we can than just being laid back and just trusting whatever you want to trust on. Yeah, no, 100%. I would love just as like a closer to ask you, what would you tell the person? Like, what would you tell that one person that is doesn't really have that much belief in herself, who's listening and who has doubts in herself? What would be the first step that you would encourage her to take? Surround your people with people that have more with people that have more faith than you. Because we are magnets. We we literally are magnets and we need to be surrounded by people. So better if you surround by people that are going to make you grow and embrace you. And the other thing is look what are your biggest struggles right now in life and look how you can overcome them and how you can win at them. And there, there you're going to find your confidence, your passion. You're going to find a lot of things that you're great at. And every single human being is great at something. 
every single human being is unique, right? So if we're unique, our our uniqueness is the one that makes us so special. It's the one that makes us so unfound, right? So don't don't be scared of your uniqueness. Don't be scared of your personality. Embrace it. Embrace it. I love that so much. <laughs> no, Ali, thank you so much for doing this. Now, where can the people find you? Where's the best place they can find you? Okay, so my personal account is Alejandra Sanet underscored. I can send it to Dani so she can leave it in the comments. But my business account is Woman Digitalpreneur. And there I give you a lot of tips and a lot of content about how you can start your business. It's bilingual, so I have both contents in English and in Spanish. And you can find a lot of, of value in that page, but also get inspired. If you want to do something like I am doing it right now, just go and get inspired by the people that are already doing it. Like, I love sharing content because of that, because I know that there are people out there that want to start doing something like this. So I hope that they can get a little bit of value out of it. Yes. Ali, thank you so much for this. This is so fun. Your smile literally lights me up too. And you're so inspiring. I love just the journey that you've been on, the struggles just truly inspire me to see you right now today, like radiating and helping women. It's just so beautiful to see. And I can't wait to just continue to follow along your journey. Yes, thank you so much. And Danny, thank you for the work that you put in because it's very real. Like I love how real you are, how your content is very raw. And people need that right now. People need raw content because they need to see reality. They do not they don't need to see perfect kind of videos and content. They need to see reality. So yeah, thank you for letting me be here today and I hope to come back. All right, let's bring it in. Giving you a virtual hug because you just finished another episode of Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. And you know what? You just deserve it. The reviews and subscriptions mean a lot to me. So if you love today's episode, make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any other episodes. Also, I'd love to hear your takeaways. So feel free to screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag me at blackouts to breakthroughs on instagram with your biggest takeaways so i can connect with you and reshare your post i can't wait to hear from you until next time friend